Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week 15 waiver wire. Got some decent ads this week. But before we do that, we're going to jump quickly talk about the Philadelphia Giants game that just ended up, which actually was a decent game or what you I didn't really expect much in this one, but ended up being a pretty fun little game there. Eagles win at the end with Zach Ertz getting himself two touchdowns off nine for 91. Wentz actually got a decent game out of it because of that last touch, those last touchdowns with 325 and two touchdowns. But I mean, I mean, there's really not like a lot of takeaways from this thing. I mean, well, I guess one takeaway is it's just, it's still disappointing what Barkley's doing, which is nothing. Um, you don't, you don't love to see that, but Darius Slayton, how about Darius Slayton's first half? I think he had pretty much everything in the first half, five for 154, two touchdowns and nothing after that. We've talked about him a little bit. This ties into waiver wire. I mean, do you, it was a huge half. Do you, for some reason, I feel like I don't trust it yet. <laughs> right. but he plays Miami next week. so I Yeah, I mean, I, he has to be on your waiver wire pickup. There's yeah, not yeah. a whole lot of people left. Um, he's done it enough to make me believe that he can be a legitimate player. You know, Philly hasn't really stopped anyone uh, this year as far as passing. Uh, they rank pretty low in that. So you take, you know, you take that into consideration. But, I mean, he's had a few really big games, but it is kind of feast or famine. But let, let's be honest, the next two weeks, I mean, going even past Miami, he's at Washington in week 16. So uh, he is a very viable play. Um you know, and he did it with Eli uh, as well. So that's good to see moving forward. Um, you know, just whatever happens with that QB situation. I, I don't know. Do, do I love putting him in my lineup, especially in the playoffs? No. But if, if you're really, you well, know, you, between if, the rock and the hard place, I, mean, like, I don't see anyone else that would be better. Yeah, you had Mike. Let's say you have Mike Evans and you don't have a viable backup and Slayton's out there. So Mike Evans is going to be out. And I mean, I, yeah, he's probably okay. It, it comes down to Slayton. AJ Brown, that's kind of what uh-huh. it will come down to. And, or you could, I mean, Anthony Miller is probably below that. So it's, you get these big play threats of Slayton and Brown who could go huge for you or a little safer Anthony Miller, Cole Beasley type. No, I think you go, you have to go Slayton if he's out there. It's pretty clear. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, it's a rough one because I could make, uh, and AJ Brown was the other one on, on my list, yeah. but. I could make an argument for him. I think that they're very, they're very similar in players in the in the amount of points that they put up. Um, I don't. I mean, I like I like AJ Brown's uh, quarterback situation better uh, than Darius Slayton. Um, I don't know. Do you think Darius Slayton has that that bigger big play ability? To, so like one play can get you the points needed compared to AJ. I mean. It's very it's splitting hairs when you talk about these well, two because they they were so similar in the past few games. I mean, I wanted to say Slayton at first, but maybe I'm as I'm thinking this through, and I kind of maybe I feel like I want the receiver on the better team. You know, Tennessee's been playing well. Tannehill's been playing well. Brown's situation is much better than Slayton's situation, and maybe I would just feel safer actually with that. I mean, Brown has been hasn't had big games every week, but I mean, there's no one else but him. He's the main guy. They spread the ball around a lot, but 
But if someone's going to do something good, it's going to be A.J. Brown. You know what? I think I'm going to go A.J. Brown over Slayton. Yeah, I think I would probably lean that way. They're, they're going against Houston, which um, is a little, little bit better, but they're not very look good. Look what Drew Locke just did against them. Yeah, look what Drew Locke right. just did. Yeah. So I, I do expect him to be able to have a, a big game. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I tell you the truth, I, you could make – if you wanted to go Darius Slayton, I, I would not uh, fault you for it. I just personally like A.J. Brown a little bit more. Then how about another guy from this game tonight that – is he a waiver wire pickup or not? Boston Scott. So I actually really liked what I saw from him. He, he just looked like Darren Sproles out there. It looked like a, another Darren Sproles. He ended up with 10 carries, 59 yards, a touchdown, six catches for 69 yards. I mean, if you, I don't know who you would have had that you're still in the playoffs and – you need to replace him. I mean, Darius Geis, maybe. Like, if you were a bad team like me that limped your way to the playoffs and had a player like that, would you? Is this a consideration? Maybe more PPR wise. But Boston Scott, I mean, that's a solid little game there from him. I mean, as long as the, I mean, as long as the playing situation doesn't change, he is going against Washington next week. So he has another very good matchup. Um, I. I mean, once again, I would feel even even worse about this one than playing, you know, Slayton. But if you're looking for a running back, you're not going to find much better options as long as we find out no one else is, you know, becoming active or, or something of that nature. And so before we jump in, I'll jump in some more players here, man. I just want to run down some of the injuries. This is actually a big injury week. And just so you might actually have reasons to play. So we have Darius Geis is going to be out. Mike Evans looks like he's going to be out. Jared Cook, we think had a concussion. We don't know what his situation will be exactly. I mean, uh, well, Devontae Parker had a concussion. He might be out. Josh Jacobs doesn't – I mean, it seems like it's leaning towards he's not going to be playing again. Calvin Ridley's now looks like he's out for the season. Rashad Penny's out. Looks like probably he's going to be out for the season. So there's a lot of injuries this week. Just, um, man, that's a that, – they all hit in one week finally. That's crazy. But – Nobody really to take advantage of the waiver wire, I guess. So I'll say this. If Josh Jacobs is out, do you go – is there a better running back pickup than DeAndre Washington then? Or is he, should he be the top if if Jacobs is out? But right now we don't know for sure, so it's a little risky. Right. I mean, yeah, if Josh Jacobs is out and you know that going in, I would say that Washington would be – he's a clear-cut number one there. Um, yeah. I'm not expecting him to have the same output he did last week. He, he looked really good. Um, but I would take the sure thing rather than, you know, say a Boston Scott. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah. you know, I, as much as I'd like to believe that this is going to continue or that he's going to get the same amount of snaps, um, I can't. I know DeAndre Washington will be on the field at least. It gives him a better opportunity to score. Yeah, that's – other than okay, other than Washington, Scott, um, Mostert, I mean, I have to bring him up again. He's in a backfield with a lot of players that are going to be playing, but his production just like how do you not pick up this guy and play him? I think you have to. I I know it's it's scary and risky based on the volume isn't all the way there, but he's been so good. If you need a running back play, how do you pass him up? I mean, I don't know. I, would you feel comfortable doing it? Actually, I'm thinking about it. like if you had to make a decision next week to play him in your lineup. I know I didn't this past week. And it's kicking myself for that. Would you do it? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 
Luckily, you have like McCaffrey and Zeke and, and, yeah. and Delvin Cook. I don't have to worry about it at all. Um, Just wait. I mean, think about that, people. For a second. McCaffrey, Zeke, and Cook. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, that's insane. That's ridiculous. And Lamar Jackson. I, I sold out in order to get the, uh, the sold, last couple Sold out, sure. yeah. It's probably sold your soul for that team. Yeah, I had to do what I had to do. I couldn't lose anymore. Um, <laughs> but Mostert. <laughs> Mostert, yeah. I, I, I mean – Yes, I would. I guess it would all depend on um, who else I had, right? I mean, yeah. I, I like Mostert more than most people, I would say. But I, I'm, I'll be completely honest. You just don't really know the snap. You know, you just don't know how it's going to work out with San Fran. They've okay. been, they can either have a completely defensive game. Um, we've seen them completely get shut out on, you know, in the running game. We've seen them go off. We've seen all of a sudden a different running back get, you know, the majority of the carries. So do I like his, you know, where he's at at the moment? Yes, I do. But um, just realistically, I mean, are you going to have someone else that you feel a little safer about? Well, Probably, and that would be the question. Okay, here we go. If you're you're just stuck to the waiver wire with this. Okay. Mostert, who is definitely in a split, is only going to get a certain amount of, you know, volume snaps. Or Patrick Laird, who is the clear-cut guy for Miami. He played 82% of the snaps last week, 15 carries, 5 targets. But. Yeah, I actually still go with Mostert. Right? Like, just yeah. the production's just, the production hasn't been, hasn't been good. I mean, 15 for 48, 3.2 yards would carry, 4 catches, 38 yards. But there's volume. But yeah, so you just, you, you would take the chance on the more productive guy in shorter span than the guy you know is going to get carries. Yeah, so, that's where I would go. So what would you do with Laird? Is there even a situation where you play the guy? Like, I, uh, no, I see him on these lists. I see him on other people's lists, and it's just kind of like, man, I, I, I don't know. It's it just, I mean, did we do this with Brian Hill a couple weeks ago? Yeah, for me, you would <laughs> have to be in desperate need. And I just, I mean, I can't imagine someone at this stage of the year being there. But, I mean, I've had a ton of injuries before. I get it. Maybe you're uh, wide receiver heavy. Um and, you know, I mean, Howard is – there. there's a bunch of opportunities that where you might be able to, but I think you can still get other guys. I just don't feel good, I mean, about any running back. And for the majority of the year, you know, they haven't done anything on the ground. So I'm not going to trust it when you get to the most important part of the year. And then so other than that, I don't honestly have other running backs this week. I mean, the handcuffs at this point all depends on where you are in your playoffs. If, if, I mean, some people, this is still maybe the second round of the playoffs. Some people, this is their championship round. Some of it's the first game of the championship. So if you're in your championship round, this is like it. Who cares about handcuffs? But if you're still going, I would just, Madison again, you know, got to pick him up if he's out there. <laughs> Which, yep. I don't know if he's still out there or not in people's leagues, but if he is, just you got to go get him. Other, you know, same thing. If you have, if, you have like a week left. Just get your handcuffs. That's all you got to do. Other than that, I don't really have other running backs this week down in this 40% or under level. There's just, um, you know, not, there's a couple, a couple decent players, but that's about it. There's nothing really else here. And like we said, wide receivers, we talk about Slate and we talk about Brown, Anthony Miller, Zach Pascal has been pretty solid again, but I mean, this is for the, maybe you had Mike Evans and Calvin Ridley and you're really hurting and you got to go down to like a Zach Pascal level. Which he's he's fine, but again, that's <laughs> I hope you're not having to play him in a championship round. 
but he had five for 74 and a touchdown. So that was a solid game. And then he had seven for 109 the week before. So he's been pretty good for two weeks. Again, I have no trust there. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I would feel so uncertain about it. I mean, I guess that's a good question. I'm not, I mean, at this point, I think you're probably, you hone in on people that you like or that you've seen personally. If you, you know, if you get past like, the uh, the normal type of people, you slain AJ Brown, you know, say those guys were taken, someone takes them in order to block you. You have to, you know, load up five guys on your waiver wire to make sure you have someone. Who are you looking for that when you get lower than this, where you're just like, ah, maybe, I mean, are you just looking for this guy has a halfway decent shot of catching one touchdown or do you yeah. actually look for production? No, it's going to be more like, I think probably who could just maybe, who, who's, Get some who plays, who plays for sure, and you might do something like it. That I always would probably lean towards Cole Beasley then, you know, because he's he's out there, he plays, he seems to get a touchdown. He's got touchdown. How many he he has now? He has uh, what six touchdowns in the past eight games. That's the kind of player I'd probably go get. It's like a Beasley and just hope he gets that touchdown. So he'd be towards the bottom of my list, and then I. It, I don't like a lot of these other options. Then I mean, it would be like Beasley. Man, after that, I don't know. After the, I mean, then you you what you go like a McCole Hardman, and just say screw right. it. I mean, you know, yeah. just hopefully get one, get just one, get that one touchdown, and hope it all works out for you. Because there's there's not much after that. And I'm not look. I'm just scrolling through, just seeing, uh, just nothing's catching my eye. I know, I'm trying all. to think like gun against my head. Who would I say? I mean, there is. I mean, depending on um, depending Deontay on what Johnson, happens with James Washington. Yeah, I was gonna say James Washington. Yeah, I was gonna say both of them. They are going against Buffalo. I'm not really a huge fan of that matchup, but I mean, if Juju is out, that's a halfway decent gamble. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it gets pretty dire after but that. But if you're in this spot and you just need to fill in for one week anyway, I mean, you're just gonna take what you can get at this point and, and help, you know, hope for the best after that. Let's see here. Uh, quarterback again. If I think Ryan Tannehill needs to be picked up and played the guys, just, yeah, he's been doing great. Good. You, I mean, pick, you just look at his numbers. We don't even have, I mean, they speak for themselves really. Yeah. You just, you just, if he's still out there, you go find him. I think it was like 40.1% owned. So you go yeah. pick up Tannehill, you play him, you know, well, that's, that's a good one. He jumped up 18.8%. Yeah. Um, this past week, so people were obviously onto him. That's that's great because he had a big game. He's going against Houston. That should be another pretty decent matchup. I'm not expecting the you know 30 plus that he put up, but you know I feel good about low 20s as the as a benchmark. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then well, after him, if you're looking to streaming wise, I mean, Trubisky's been playing pretty good fantasy wise. I mean, thirty-eight point one the week last week, twenty-nine point nine the week before, twenty point nine the week before. He's had four of his last five games above twenty points. You could go. I mean, if if Tannehill's taken, you go Trubisky. I mean, after Trubisky, I don't know where you go, but for Fitzpatrick, <laughs> right, playing against the Giants. I mean, Fitzpatrick. Honestly, he's been. Again, he's he just Fitzpatrick. He didn't, yeah. wasn't great this past week, but he just, you know, he seems to play. He he has the chance to put a big number sometimes. And how I don't know what else you're going to play him or you're going to play Andy Dalton. No, you're going to play. I'm going to play Fitzpatrick 
you know, Fitzpatrick or Gardner Minshew. I don't have any trust in Minshew, those kind of players, you know? No, no it, not at the moment. No, none at all there. So, I'll go. Uh, if, does anyone else have just a ridiculously nice uh, matchup, matchup that I mean, I'm missing? Let's see. I mean, you got Baker Mayfield playing against the Cardinals, but again, I don't trust anything in Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I really don't either. I feel so bad. I can't believe it. But yeah, I no faith whatsoever uh, in in what he would be able to do. Um, Sam Darnold, there's no no way I would I would start him, and I think he goes against Baltimore. And then um, Derek Carr playing against the Jaguars. They've been really bad, but you know. So this is so this is a fun little stat if you're, if you're thinking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Over the last over his last eight games, Ryan Fitzpatrick has scored eighteen point two fantasy points per game. Over those same over his last eight games, Patrick Mahomes has scored seventeen point six fantasy points per game. Look at that. Right. <laughs> so I mean, who do you want, Ryan Fitzpatrick or Patrick Mahomes? It's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, I mean, Fitzpatrick. I guess- <laughs> Another guy that I just want to mention, he is technically he's forty two point seven, but you know that he's probably yeah. available in a lot of leagues. So, um, Philip Rivers. So he has been underachieving all year, but the last two games at Denver, at Jacksonville, he has shown up twenty point six, and then the big thirty point six. He's going. He's at home against Minnesota. Do you have any? I mean, does he even factor into your decision making? I mean, Minnesota. Minnesota's good, but they don't scare me completely, I guess I would say. I still want Tannehill over him. Um, man, I don't know. Trubisky versus Rivers is probably close for me. I do want, I'd probably want Rivers over a lot of some of the other guys, over like a Fitzpatrick, those kind of players. Because he, he does have the weapons, and, you know, he could have a big game at any point again. So I think I'd go Tannehill, but then Rivers, I, I think I'd probably – I mean, Rivers Trubisky, I don't know where. Hmm. Yeah, in that case, I mean, sadly enough, I'd probably go Trubisky. I don't last week. I, I don't. I actually don't like the matchup against Green Bay. I think but it'll probably be at, a low-scoring affair. Yeah, at Green Bay, too, with Trubisky, I don't trust. No, I don't. But at the same time, I mean, do I trust his ability to get more fancy points than Rivers? Um, it's a toss-up, but lately I would have to say yes. Yeah, that's you know what I think this week there's actually some QB options if you did the streaming thing this year and you're still going on that. So, you know, you could figure that out. Then how about tight ends? Just throw out some tight end names real quick. There's not, you know, a lot as always, but um Noah Fant, the way to see what his injury is, but if he's healthy with Drew Locke, the way he played there, he's gonna be I, I think he's a good pickup against Kansas City. He had a bruised foot, so we'll see what he what ends up happening. Doesn't seem like it's anything more than that. So if Noah Fant's out there, you got Noah Fant. You have um, Tyler Higby put up some big games in a row here. A couple of them. You could probably go get Tyler Higby as well. Which, I mean, is there anybody else on your radar there? Uh, Fant, Higby. Uh, yeah, those uh, Howard, two. OJ Howard's at below 40% yet. He, and he had a good game, but, I mean, yeah. a good game for him. Four for 73, and that's what we consider good for him now. Four for seventy three and five for sixty one the week before, and we're like, oh, hey, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I still don't uh, fully trust him in that offense. Um, I think I would rather have Higby. Um, that's probably what I would do. I'd probably go Higby, then Fan, and then OJ Howard. Um, Something yeah, like I mean, that. That's yeah, kind of where kind of where my head is at. I'd probably but, go. Uh, 
yeah, I had to go similar. Then like Gasicki after that, Gasicki after that. You know, he wasn't great, but he's still he's he's shown promise. So playing against the Giants, yeah. I don't know who else. Yeah, not really much else on that list, is there? Uh not <laughs> not really. I mean, especially with tight end, below forty percent is. It gets ugly. Pretty barren, you know, yeah. I, I think Hig, I think Higby and Fant are pretty solid options. Actually, I mean Higby, maybe that's something. Like, he's been really good for two weeks. So, yeah, I mean there might I be would, something I would there. I'll play the hot hand. I, I feel like that usually works towards the end of the seasons. It seems to for some reason. It just the lineups we're playing in these championships it end up being just the players you play are just all over the board sometimes. But, yeah, and Fant might. I mean, I, I think. Um, he had one good game. I'd like to see another one before I put him like above Higby or anything like that. So uh, Higby is a great one too because he's not owned in a lot of leagues. So you more than likely can get him if you're in dire need. I'm not sure who or why you would be in that situation at this <laughs> point, but um, heaven knows that maybe tight end is well, rough. Mark Andrews injury. You know, oh, we, don't know his, we, don't, we don't know his status. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm lying because Jared Cook. You know, True. he could be yep. completely out. Yeah. So, I mean, very true. Higby is probably would be the number one. Um, and that's below 40%. I'm not sure. You might get lucky in uh, – Somebody has. Yeah, could exactly. Be else. But, all right, I think that's it for me. That's all I got for waivers. Unless you have any other names we, we missed there. But I think we covered most everyone. That's no. some kind of viable this week. But, all right, I think that will do it. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll have some your start-sit questions as you get ready for the playoffs. Talk to you guys tomorrow.